Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now, Leafs fans. Woo! That was amazing. We're going to talk about that coming up because I'm dying to know about your weekend. We're also going to do missed connections on this episode of After 9. Welcome to a brand new month, everybody. There is a lot going on and it starts with May the 4th on Thursday. Mm -hmm. That's the Star Wars Day. Friday is Cinco de Mayo. Saturday, the coronation of King Charles. Oh, that's right. I've got a British flag hanging on my flagpole right now. Oh, very now. good. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know what else to do, though. I've never been alive for the coronation of a new monarch. I think it is... Are you a tea person? Uh, my mom is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, well, you could do like a little uh, little tea while you're watching it. A little English breakfast tea, I would strongly recommend. Okay. Yeah? Okay. A little crumpets. Where do you get crumpets? I don't know. A bakery, I'm sure, has one. Actually, there's a lot of really good... Uh, English style bakeries that you could probably buy some some stuff from. I'm sure they're going to have the busiest week ever this week. What are those things called? Uh, fascinators, the hats oh, that yeah, women the wear fascinators. for these things. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that they're going to be quite popular this week because it seems like you either don't give a fuck about King Charles yeah. being crowned or you are right into this yeah. because it is historical. No matter how you look at it, it is historical. And whether you like it or not, he's still the king of Canada. So we should in some way observe it. And they're going to in Ottawa. They're going to do. Ah, we're really mailing it in. Actually, Ottawa, nothing all that special. Some free activities. Eh, come walk around okay. Rideau Hall's grounds. Uh, Queen's Park, they're going to have like a fair set up. And, okay. and the premier will be there and the lieutenant governor. And nothing really historic or epic happening here in Canada. And I'm not sure if that's them trying to phase out the monarchy here or if this is really just a dry run because they know people don't care. The real party's going to be when William and Kate have their coronation, which will likely be in the next five to ten years. Well, I think, to be honest, too, for them, they're going to save money in that budget for when the king does actually come visit us, which could happen, right? I mean, nothing's scheduled right now, but if he does come visit, that's when you spend the money. Freshen up that paint, <laughs> fix up that shit, make it look real good, because the king is coming to town. That's when I think you spend the actual money, right? See, the queen was always around when I was alive. I mean, well, sorry, when I was born, she was already queen, and, and she's been queen up until right. this past September. Yeah. I didn't know any different, and, and the queen was very good at not throwing the fact that she's royalty in people's faces most of the time. You didn't necessarily see her parading around the streets of London wearing the crown, for example, or sitting on the actual throne. With Charles, they're doing it a bit different. I just watched a whole video on how they make the actual throne. They reupholstered a chair just to make him a new throne. Mm -hmm. And things like that, I feel like that's where they lose people. Right. It's almost like, yeah, I guess in theory we're okay with having a king, but don't you throw that royalty shit in our <laughs> face. It's hoity-toity, right? And for some people it's a lot. It's uh, it's too much. Where I sit personally is I will not 
care to go out of my way to watch it in the moment at all. I know it's going to be on like all the major networks I think are going to have it and you can stream it. That's great. Uh, for me, I'll just watch like the highlights. I'm more interested in like the little nitpicky stuff, like who's going to be sitting where and will Will and Kate's kids like throw tantrums again and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm in for all of that. I actually saw an article out about Prince Harry, who we know is coming, not with Megan, but just you know, to watch the coronation. And then like the headline was his flight leaves two hours after the coronation. And people are commenting like, how dare he just watch it and leave? Like, really? Like, do you give a shit? Like, he's there to watch it. Like, who, what do you care his schedule? It's going to be uh congrats, dad. Fuck you, William. See ya. Bye. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm going back to my family. I'm a kid's birthday, by the way. Oh, this weekend. Right? Like, it's also his kid's birthday, so. My yeah. girlfriend's out of town this weekend. I've got a rock playoff game on Friday. You and I are giving a, a speech on, on Saturday or yeah, sort of a speech. Yeah, that'll be interesting. We'll talk more about that as it gets closer because that'll be kind of a neat thing that you can take part in, by the way. The tickets are still on sale for that, I think, right? And they're very inexpensive. They're like $12 or $15 or something like that. And it's going to be a fantastic event, but also a rare one. It's really not often since COVID that you see cat and I in the same place outside of a radio studio. Mm -hmm. But there is going to be an opportunity right in the center of Ontario happening this Saturday, maybe tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll give you details on that in case you want to come because it will not be televised. Uh, the Leafs. Well, the Leafs. Let's let's get there yeah, right now. Yeah, the Leafs! Woo! First and foremost, what a game. Leafs were good. Uh, we have, I think, the best goalie in hockey right now. I mean, you, you just can't touch the guy. We've got Tavares stepping up when we need him mm -hmm. to. Matthews is scoring. I, I, it's an average of a goal a game right now. Morgan Riley is, for some reason, our top scorer in the playoffs. Everything is going well. And the only hump, the only thing standing between the Leafs and the Cup this year was supposed to be the Boston Bruins. They're out. Bye. The Leafs have handed off the choke in the first round flame to the Boston Bruins. Best regular season in history. And then they get eliminated by the eighth place team in the first round. And you know what? Florida's a great hockey team. Good. It was a great series. But I am just happy the Leafs don't need to play Boston. I thought playing Florida, that's going to be real refreshing, good stuff. This should be a, a fairly easy series because they just squeaked into the playoffs. I, I'm i so excited that they're not playing Boston. Like, I don't even know how to stress. Like, to me, it's like a PTSD thing. I'm not so serious, of course. But when it comes to Leafs playing Boston, like, I don't want to hear names. Names trigger me. Marshawn, that triggers me. Bergeron triggers me. Bertuzzi, Hall, all of them. They, they trigger me. I can't. I don't want to hear the names during the game. Like, I don't even want to hear it. And so it kind of feels like not only do we break that first round curse, which to me is a win. Like, I don't care what happens from here. I mean, I do, of course, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm excited and I'm happy no matter what happens from here. However, you know, for me, it's that break of that curse and to not have to even, I know it would have been second round, so maybe different, but for me, it's all the same. Like, I just don't want to, I don't want them to play Boston. Now they are playing the Florida Panthers. And I got sent the craziest notification. My brother found it, actually. So thanks to my brother for finding this. When you go, as a Canadian, to try to buy tickets to see the game in Florida, you'll get this alert. Actually, this is an alert to anyone who tries to buy tickets regardless. They say sales to this event is restricted to residents of the United States. Residency will be based on credit card billing address. Orders by residents outside of the United States will be canceled without notice and refunds given. 
Now that's going around by multi, uh, a bunch of different media outlets. I'm going to assume it's true, even though I didn't personally go to the ticketing in, uh, site myself. That's bullshit. Are you seriously trying to get Leafs fans out of the building that way? And I know Leafs fans are a strong, can be a strong presence. We're not trying to hurt anybody, though. We're not like rowdy in a bad way. You want to fill it with Panthers fans? Fine. But you doing this and putting this alert out and having, oh, by the way, a ton of Canadians are sharing this. Oh, you're just asking for it now. Well, sure. Now you're going to have people reselling the tickets. You're going to have people in Florida not giving a fuck about hockey. And there's a plenty of those, by the way, that are going to sell it to Canadians. No problem. Yeah, yeah. They'll buy it with their address, but they're going to sell it off to Canadians. And Canadians will make their way into that building, whether you like it or not. I'm young enough to remember when the Florida Panthers were attracting about 800 fans per game in an arena that holds 18,000. It wasn't even that long ago. Mm-hmm. They should thank the lucky stars that they have got people coming to their building in South Florida in May to watch hockey. The Leafs should have been almost as good as a home game in Florida. You saw it in Tampa because mm-hmm. there's so many snowbirds that have places in Florida. It's also a cheap flight. You can fly from Toronto to Florida yeah. cheaper than you can fly from Toronto to Calgary. Yeah. A lot of people might have considered going to one of these games. In fact, it might even have been a better atmosphere than going in Toronto where you know what to expect. And and Toronto is Toronto. It's fine. I think most people have been to at least an event at Scotiabank Arena. Seeing it on the road, is it, it hits different. And it'd be great to see it down in Florida. For them to try and block Canadians from getting tickets looks desperate. It, it looks does. weak. It's greasy. It's greasy. And also, like, for me, you're paying the price. It's not like Canadians aren't. In fact, we're going to probably pay even more, of course, because um, we know the Canadian dollar is shit. So it's going to cost us a decent amount of money to go down and see our team play. And it is seeing our team play. It's not just about your arena. Just as though we're going to have Florida fans, there's going to be a few scattered. Mostly Leafs fans, though. We know how it's going to be. But... I just find it to be such a greasy thing to do. Well, yeah. And I mean, there is a lot of Canadians that live in Florida or at least own real estate there. And the fact that they're going to prevent you from buying tickets based on the billing address. uh, Like I said, people have places in Florida, but their credit cards and their banking is probably still done in Canada. They'd be red flagged even though they live in Florida. Well, like I said, they're just going to find a way around it. Okay, so I can't do it, but I, I work in Florida and I know Jill and Jill's from Florida. Jill. Here you go. Here's money. Buy it from your credit card then. And yeah. I'll make my way into the building. And there's going to be people who don't care and they'll sell it to Canadians. I bet you some Florida fans are actually kind of like, really? That's kind of a weird look. It makes them look stupid. Yeah, yeah. And they don't want to look stupid going into a game against the best team in hockey that's still standing. So, hey, uh, Florida, you guys do you. I'm just going to, I'm looking to a time when you're going to be begging and praying that Toronto fans buy tickets when your team is shit and you need to get some fans in the building, you don't tempt fate like this, like say, we're going to prevent certain people from coming to our games. Grow up, get ready, take your medicine, probably four games, maybe five. You guys are done for the year, and then the fucking around can end. And then Toronto goes on to play, I have to think it would be either Carolina, the Rangers, or New Jersey in the next round, I believe. I I don't know who won between New Jersey and New I York. Actually Maybe did that not game seven that. is tonight. I actually did not see that either, so I think it must be, because I only saw the Avs uh, and the Kraken. Uh, Colorado's think, out. Yeah. Holy the shit. Kraken. You know what, though? 
The Kraken's a good team, though. They are. That's who I watched when I went to Vegas. They played the Golden Knights. They're a good team. And it's what? Edmonton versus Vegas in the other series in the West? Edmonton, Vegas, yes. And Edmonton won the same night. That was the game after the Leafs. It's been good hockey. There's been good. It's been good. Maybe I'm just saying that, though, because the Leafs are in, but I've been enjoying these playoffs. Uh, quickly on the Leafs here. I told everybody on Friday that I had to go to a dinner party. Yeah, that's right. And not that my girlfriend's friends aren't my friends, but they're not my friends. They're her friends. And they invited us over months ago. It was set up in advance. We didn't know the Leafs would be playing. And when I went to my girlfriend with my concerns, hey, honey, you know, the Leaf game's on on Saturday. What are we going to do here? She said, oh, don't worry. They're big Leaf fans. They'll have the game on. And I thought, okay, cool. Yeah, all right, I'm in for it. So I did the big drive, got there on Saturday. Hello, hello, hi, hi. It was about quarter to seven when we got there. Peeked my head into the living room. Game is on. And I thought, great, it's going to be a good night. Had a few beers, did some socializing. We sat down at the dinner table. Now, because they told me they would have the Leaf game on, I thought they were like going to wheel the TV into the <laughs> dining room or something like that. Yeah. Because you couldn't see it, the living room, from the dining room. Nope. I said, uh, hey, are we uh, going to watch the game? They said, yeah, yeah, of course we are. It's a playoff game. The Leafs can win it tonight. I've got it paused. We'll watch it after dinner. Hmm. Get the fuck out of here. How, what? How, I would have ate my food so fast. Like, well, I'm done. Next. Yeah. Leaf game. I was like, after dinner? Well, I don't want to be here till midnight, first off. Second off, how am I going to avoid finding out what's going on? I wanted to watch this and be part of the moment with the rest of Leafs Nation. And sure enough, my phone's going off like crazy because I have the goal alerts from the score mm. app and and text messages and group chats going around and my phone's going off like crazy. All I saw was Matthews, Matthews, Matthews. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to guess Matthews scored, but it can't be over yet. I was completely in the dark. And and when I went out to, uh, uh, I had to uh, run out to the car to grab something. Didn't want to look at my phone kind of glanced at my phone. It was a text message from my mom. Well, my mom's not going to text me on a Saturday night at 11 o'clock unless it's for a reason. I couldn't even look at that because I couldn't find out what happened until I saw it myself. Who does that? Yeah, we'll watch it after dinner. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. You learned your lesson, didn't you? Don't Never. ever, just don't book things. Well, either <laughs> don't book things or start declining invitations. Yeah. Or I should just stay single. Because anytime I'm in a relationship and they have friends, I end up having to interact with those friends and they do dumb shit like say, yeah, we'll watch the Leaf game after dinner. After dinner? Fuck. That's that's brutal. It was nice of you to even go. Like if that was my husband, he would have been like, no. You cancel. No. Nope. Tell them I've got COVID. He's like, you can go if you want, but I'm not. Like <laughs> it's not happening. Go by yourself. I wonder what other people would have done in that situation. That's good to know about him. Uh, in any case, though, it was a great time. Food was great. And it was actually really cool to fast forward through the periods, the intermissions. Okay. So that actually got me caught up a lot faster. I was going to say, if they didn't fast forward it, you must have been livid. Cat, I would have burned the place yeah, down. Yeah, I don't it blame you. It would have been messed I up. I would have gone there today to burn it down. Mm. Ooh, I was watching the video of your party. Oh, yes. Because I had, yeah. two Saturdays in a row, you've thrown a party. Yeah. Two Saturdays in a row, they won. If there's a game on Saturday, you're having a party, like it or not. I'm I don't exhausted. care if you call no. it a coronation party or what. You're having a party on Saturday. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from hosting. I told my husband, I'm like, no, let, let someone else host the party. We'll see. But then if they don't, He's probably going to invite people over again. 
Saw the video you put on Instagram. That yeah. eaves trough display you've got is incredible. Yeah, my built-in lights. Yeah, you can get built-in lights. I did it around Christmas because it only made sense. I, we don't like putting up lights and taking them down again. So why not just have your lights permanently installed? So these are actually built in uh, to your house, built into the the fascia, if you will, um, underneath the eaves troughs is where they are. And you can, yeah, you can get them done. They're gemstone. It's a gemstone light. So anyway, I lit up the whole house blue. Boop, 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 boop. And you had them like flashing to the music oh, and yeah. everything. That's fantastic. Did you make the house play uh, Hollow Notes? No, that's, I hate that. Well, right now I don't mind that song, but I, most of the time I hate that song. <laughs> okay, let me ask you. If, and it's a big if, a lot of hockey to go. If the Leafs win the cup this year, do they retire? You make my dreams come true? Or do they have to keep it because that was the goal song the year they won the cup? I think either way it changes after this year. Think so? Yep, in or out. Okay. It changes this year. All right. Hey, go Leafs go. An amazing effort. And and <laughs> sorry, Bruins fans. But they I'm would not. Be, you know what? Every <laughs> now t- you know how it feels. When the Leafs get eliminated in the first round, Boston fans are the most obnoxious people in sports. Yeah. So I'm kind of happy to see it's happening to them, too. They did it, like, in true Leafs fashion, too, because they were up, what was it, 3-1, 4-1 at one point in that game? Mm. I've, it was a bad, like, it was really embarrassing. Absolutely. Th- that's like Leaf style, though, what it used to be like. So it was a total choke. Taste it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, there's a couple other things I want to cover. First off, the union and the federal government have reached a tentative agreement for most striking workers that are represented by the Public Service Alliance of Canada. PSAC issued a press release at 1.30 in the morning saying they reached a four-year agreement covering four of their bargaining units, which is roughly 120,000 public servants. They say the pact will include wage increases totaling 12.6% when compounded over the life of the deal. They say there's also new protections around remote work. The CRA employees are still on strike, and today is the tax deadline. The CRA people are out because, well, they already got paid exceptionally well. Like now the the commercials that you see and the social media ads and 40,000 is not enough. Nobody at the CRA is making $40,000 a year. Even the janitor is not making $40,000 a year. These are all well-paid individuals. If they didn't get a deal, I have to think this is 100% about remote work. The CRA wants to work from home. And they say, well, we did it during COVID, so we can do it now. I, uh, I did agree with that philosophy for a long time. And I thought anybody who proved during COVID that they can do it should at least be offered the opportunity to continue doing it. With the CRA, though, I 
I never phoned the CRA. I, I, I don't know if they did better or worse or the same during COVID. I'm really not sure. I do know, though, that a lot of people that liked working from home in the private sector have been ordered back to work. And I don't know that they're going to give much sympathy to the CRA for the same thing happening to them. This could be a long, drawn-out strike if we're really just talking about work from home. Yeah, I mean, I think so. They want to be able to not just work from home. They want the union to be involved in the decision about who gets to work from home and how often. Mm -hmm. The employer, which is us and the government, is saying, no, 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 no. If you want to work from home, it's still at the manager's discretion. Union doesn't like that, so they will remain on strike. As for the pay increase, 12.6%. So the union wanted 13.5%. The government offered 9 They were talking about a three-year deal. So rather than the government giving 13.5 for three, they gave 12.6 over four. They basically got what they wanted. The mm-hmm. union ended up in a great spot. This is a good deal for them. The government negotiating, well, you think what you want about it. It doesn't seem like a great deal to me, but we'll see where we land with the CRA workers and whether or not they actually end up being able to work from home as part of their contract. At the same time, there's now a transit strike that's happening in Waterloo region. Grand River Transit has walked off the job. They reached a deal on Saturday. Workers voted it down yesterday. They're off the job. And then when it comes to transit, we've got a major artery in Toronto. Queen Street, completely closed because of construction for the Ontario subway line. Queen is closed between Bay and Young and between Young and Victoria. Yikes. For five years. What? It's a five-year closure. Is I assume pedestrians can still come through? Yeah, pedestrians can still walk up and down the road, but no cars, no streetcars, no buses, nothing. Nothing is going to drive down that stretch because of construction for the Ontario line. Sucks. You know, it's funny because we keep hearing, take transit, take transit. All I ever hear about, though, is problems with transit. This is a big fucking problem. How does it take five years to do anything? You could build a high rise, hundreds and thousands of units in about a year and a bit. How does it take five years to put in an interchange for a subway station? Think about what can get done in five years. Don't they always say, though, there's such a difference between privately built things and public funding, right? But there shouldn't be. Uh, There is. There always has been. It's bad. Cat. last time I was over in the UK, I was driving on cobblestone roads. And while they're not the smoothest roads in the world, they've been around for centuries. No issues. They're just there. They just work. We walk on them. We drive on them. They're good. Then we get some brand new highway that got built by whatever construction crew bid the least in Ontario, and the fucking thing (laughs) falls apart after two years, and then we spend the next 10 trying to fix it. Why don't we just do these things properly the first time? Why is there no accountability here? I don't understand how someone, talk about the Crosstown LRT we did on Friday. I don't understand how somebody can say, I'm going to charge you a million dollars. It'll take me two years to do it. Boom. Well, after two years and a million dollars, that better be built and open. And if it's not, you don't get paid. But for some reason, we don't work like that here. For some reason, if it's not done on time, you just automatically get an extension. And if it's over budget, oh, well, that's just how much it costs. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. And five years to build 
one stop on the subway line? How is that even possible? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not involved in the construction, but I'm so glad I'm not working around there. That's probably a pain in the ass. Fucked up is what it is. After two months, the OPP have finally concluded their investigation into a story that I think most people heard about. You likely heard that a reporter for CTV News, Stephanie Valela, was doing a report on a car accident in an area that was closed to traffic. You know how when there's a traffic accident, mm-hmm. they'll shut down the road. So Stephanie wasn't doing anything wrong. She was setting up her camera. She was getting ready to file her report. That was it. Somebody drove around the road closed barricade. Which, fuck, there's too many stories about that right now. Ran her over, left her in critical Life-threatening condition. She was in the... She might even still be in the hospital, actually. I don't know. They didn't say, yeah. The family hasn't released any updates, no. Last I heard was 10 days after the crash, and she was still in the hospital then. And we knew that they were life-threatening injuries, so I have to assume this was pretty catastrophic. I feel like she's not going to get justice. They've now charged a 92-year-old Guelph woman with careless driving causing bodily Mm -hmm. harm. Mm -hmm. We need to make a change to the Highway Traffic Act. We do, because when you almost kill someone, this woman has lost her livelihood for the last two months, in the hospital for God knows how long, probably pain, chronic, for the rest of her life. It's a 92-year-old woman. And careless driving causing bodily harm? Yeah, that's a serious charge, and the fines and such are bad. Might, might, in extreme circumstances, even get jail time. Find me a judge who's going to lock up a 92-year-old woman. It'll never happen. yeah. Yeah. So this woman who did nothing wrong except tried to do her job is not going to get any justice here. And that drives me crazy. Is she going to stop driving? You know what I mean? Like at what point? And I know there's some stubborn old people. I think we've all faced that in our lives, right? And if not, by the way, you will. You're going to have to face that. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's an uncle, aunt situation, whatever it is. You're going to run into a situation where you're questioning whether or not that family member, or maybe it's going to be a friend, whatever it is, should be driving. And if you're faced with a stubborn person or reaction, you're right. There's no law against them driving, even though you know full well, maybe they can't see. Maybe they, well, maybe they can't see well at night. Maybe, oh, they're trying to get signs of dementia. But they still have their license. It's scary. And that's when we need to step in as like a province, whatever it is. And we do need to do testing. And we could talk about the specifics, and we have before. Like, I don't care whether that means after you turn 50, you're tested every... Maybe you're tested every five years. I don't know. It's I don't a know privilege. What it is, but you're driving something that could kill somebody yes. and has many, 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 yes. many times. There's nothing wrong with telling people you've got to do it. The problem is the people that we would be retesting are the people that vote. And there's no fucking way Doug Ford is going to go to the largest crop of eligible voters and say, mm, you're probably fine, but you're going to have to do a road test every five years. Maybe it's a road test every five years, a written test every other year. Something. Just something to show us that you still got it and you can handle the responsibility of driving. Maybe we have to make it easier to lose your license. Maybe we should stop being polite and just assuming that everybody's fine until they hit somebody or kill them. Maybe we should just say, arbitrary. No license after 70 until you come back and take a road test again. And then we'll renew it for five years at a time. That's the biggest issue is what is it going to take, right? I mean, in in this case... Hopefully, Stephanie fully recovers, and that's all you can hope for. In many other cases, people have died. Even if it's something, I remember I went into a business once. It was all like barricaded up, one of their windows. And I asked, like, what happened here? Sure enough, someone drove through the window. And it was an old, she said it was an old man. 
And when she went out, she was there at the time. Thankfully, nobody got hurt, though. But she went out to the car to check on him. They didn't even know he did it. He was just like, what? It's like, you just backed up into my business window and smashed it. Are you okay? Oh, and it was more of a like, oh, fuck, I did. <laughs> That's not scary. okay. That, that, then you continue to allow these people to drive? But like you said, what is it going to take? Balls. Somebody with balls. But, Somebody who's going to ha- stand up and say, this needs to be done. It just has for to sure. be done. For sure. And it has to be at a government level. Because like I said, when you involve personal, like if I have a, a we'll say one of my parents, I feel like, oh, you shouldn't be driving. Do you know how stubborn old people can be? So it has to be a government something that does it because they won't listen to their friends and family a lot of times. Oh, fuck off. I can still drive. But you, you know, know what, what I mean? though? They, they pick on who they want to pick on. If they need money, they pick on smokers and drinkers. If they need, uh, uh, I don't know, to do something unpopular, they have no problem doing it to younger people. Older people vote. Older people make political donations. They're not going to do it. And that's what shows the difference. Yeah. That, that's integrity. Mm. You got to stand up and say, hey, listen. We should all agree on something. Safety is paramount on the highways. With that in mind, if you get a certain number of points on your license, you're now required to be retested before you can go back on the road. If you get a stunt driving charge and you lose your license or a DUI, you have to take the road test again. And by the way, once you hit, say, 60 you're on notice. Before you hit 70, yeah. you've got to take a road yeah. test again. After 70, every five years, every three years, whatever. Just something to show us you still got it and you still care. And you know what? Those driver's examiners, they should be way harder on the older people than they are on the teenager who's scared shitless and just wants to get their license so they can go to work. I mean, in, in every case, we're talking about, like you said, these are vehicles that could kill someone easily. Make sure that the right people are behind the wheels, period couple of quick sex stories. Rebecca Blue makes her money as an influencer primarily. However, she admits that she's made money in the past selling things like uh, her panties online, oh, and okay. pictures of her feet and things like that. She says she's into a new lucrative business. She'll now sell you burps in a bag. Oh, this is like that fart jar girl. For $100. She says she's amassed a considerable amount of wealth. Although this service is not common, her customers apparently are pleased with her, <laughs> with her ability to fulfill their fantasies. Please. She made the announcement to her 1.1 million followers on TikTok that she now trades burps for money. In one video to promote this new service, she chugs a pop and then burps into a bag. She will then seal up the bag and sell it to someone. What the fuck are you doing with that bag when you get it? Do you open do the I bag? Because all the magic's gone once you open the bag. Or do you keep it in there as like a piece of history? I don't, like, I don't, <laughs> I want to vomit even thinking about it. I really do. The smell of like a Pepsi burp. Oh, oh. that's just lovely, isn't it? Another I fucking one. hate people, by the way. Like, humans are gross. Love Honey, a sexual wellness brand, is looking for 10 adults who would like to receive $1,000 over the course of a year. To masturbate. These people will serve as members of the new Orgasm Advisory Board, and they'll receive about $250 a month worth of sex toys for a year, plus the $1,000. In addition to the self-love, members will be expected to create content by sharing feedback on various products that they're sent. The company, in the form of reviews, says you can remain anonymous if Mm -hmm. you'd like. 
Well, I don't know who's going to go public with that. I don't think anybody's going to put up their hand and say, look at this. It's a double-ended dildo, and I finally used both sides. <laughs> I don't think anybody's putting up their hand to oh, do that. I think there might be a few people that would. Um, but, you know, I got to say, like, so we talked about this on our morning radio show. And uh, I guess a little more PG. Maybe not really. We didn't really need to. But we just let people know this is the thing. Do you know how many text messages, guys, that we got from people saying, what's the website? Tell me that again. I want to do it. And then some people just saying, I already signed up. And those are only people that happen to text us. So I think there's way more interest in this than I thought there was initially. Is it the $1,000 or the sex toys? I don't, I, I don't know what it is that people are really after here. They're not that, that expensive. Isn't it like a roll of the dice, though, if they bring you like a little goodie box on a monthly basis? Like, try this. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Like, what am I shoving in? In what hole is it going to be? Like, you just open the box and you find out, oh, fucking anally. This, this is the month. Like, just about <laughs> anything that comes in the mail, you can sit on if you'd like. Yeah. I. Uh, hey, man, there's a lot of people interested, so we'll see. They're only hiring how many, though? Ten. Ten, okay. So get your application in. Not a bad gig. You get $1,000. It's it's like 83 bucks a month and 250 bucks a month worth of sex toys. I don't know how you're going to fit all... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know yeah. how you're going to fit it in. You'll make it fit. No, th that's actually a lot of toys to test out in a month. I'm just wondering, like, so I'm trying to figure out from the side of Love Honey that's doing this. Do the story, do they make the toys or do they just sell toys? They... Like they're a site you can go to to make toys or yeah, to buy I, toys, I, I sorry? I think they sell them. Okay. So if I'm them, I'm just trying to figure out what they're getting out of it because they're saying they're creating content, but these people can be anonymous though. So it's not like these people are posting on their own social media like, hey, I got the double jackrabbit and it's fucking good. Like that's not happening. It's just they're what? Submitting feedback. But I think what the advantage here is they can come to all of us and say, listen, we just talked to the Orgasm Advisory Board and 10 out of 10 agree that this fucking dragon thing here that'll <laughs> vibrate all over your sing privates it, and sing songs to you. spit in your face and call you names. This thing here is the best toy you've ever bought. And then people will think, oh, fuck, if it does all that, it'll spit on me. I got to go and get one of those. <laughs> you know, I, I think that there's probably some power in, in the influence of the advisory board. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Do you, do you tell people I'm on the advisory board for love? No, honey. that's nothing you put on your LinkedIn profile, like, is it? Do you tell you like your girlfriends <laughs> and stuff? Like if you're out for dinner with your girlfriends and one of them says, by the way, I'm on the advise the orgasm advisory board at Love Honey. They send me so many vibrators and dildos and butt plugs oh, yeah. and this, that, I and the mean, other thing people, every month. It's crazy. Yeah, people probably would share that with you. It's I've a little girl, TMI. It's a TMI. I've had I've had that happen to me before, though. Middle of a dinner. My girlfriend's like, so I got a Wii vibe with a remote. It's fucking crazy. I'm just like, I don't need to. I'm going to. I'm on my. I'm eating my food. She put it out there, though. <laughs> she was trying to start a convo and you guys didn't bite. <laughs> we, I think a couple friends asked a couple of questions, though. There was some follow up. Who gets the remote? But, she doesn't hang on to the remote. No, the she partner, gives it to someone. The partner gets a remote. Oh, she has a partner. Okay. Yeah. It's not like you could just give that to some random stranger and say, Tease me. <laughs> hey, I'm going to make your fucking day. That's assault, brother. <laughs> um, all right. Listen, we're at time already, and we still haven't even gotten to the replay of Missed Connections. That's coming up in just a sec. We've got a whole week of After Nines coming your way, everybody. So hit subscribe Ooh. if you haven't already, and tell a friend. Yeah, and uh, you know what? We'll let you know about something, too, because when are things ever free, especially when it comes to concert? We've talked about ticket prices being stupidly high. Listen, there's a free concert happening in Toronto on Wednesday. Niall Horan is in town. 
I'm super excited slash pretty nervous to actually be chatting with him, which I will do before this performance. And I'll be introducing him on stage. Come on out. Sugar Beach. You can find out details on either one of our uh, station websites, energy953.ca. It's energy953radio.ca. Radio.ca. Uh You can find out all the details if you want to join us. Fresh 93.1. Yeah, I know. I, I, to be honest with you guys, I get confused. Because some of them end with radio. Some of them are CA. Some of them are comms. You can just Google, Google. Niall Horan Free Show May 3rd, and you will find out all the details, I promise you. Have a fantastic Monday, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Missed Connections. Missed Connections. On the Scott and Cat Show. All right, Missed Connections time. This is where we connect two people who have had some sort of an encounter in the past, and now one is looking for the other. So they went online, told the story, hoping the other person would see it and contact them. We intercept these all the time and bring you the best right here. This is uh, Circle K is what it's called, a man for a man. It takes place at a Circle K. I was at Circle K quenching my thirst. As one does. (laughs) That's when you came in. Handsome guy. But then I looked down. White shorts, huge brown stain. I didn't want to bother you about it, but eventually after you paid for what seemed like three yards of beef jerky and a gallon of milk, I'm the guy that said, I think you pooped, my dude. (laughs) What a weird thing to say to another person. You turned around. In circles like a dog chasing his tail, trying to look at it. Once you caught sight of it, you simply shrugged and walked away. I'm oddly and grossly intrigued. You hopped on a skateboard and went east. Holler at me. Okay, before the holla, is he interested in the guy who may or may not have pooped himself at Circle K? (laughs) He's oddly grossed out but intrigued at the same time you know it's a weird one here too because i'm thinking about his purchase a lot of beef jerky three yards of beef jerky and milk and a gallon of milk that's a weird thing that's a weird combination to want in your tummy at the same time milk and jerky after you've already pooped yourself It, it seems like there's like a middle sp- place you should have visited, like, I don't know, home to change before you went into a store to buy these products. No? And on the skateboard, too. That sucks. When you like, you can't get home fast, I'm sure. And you're just like, oh, I got a board back home. I can't imagine a scenario where I'm indifferent when someone tells me, my dude, I think you pooped. <laughs> I, I think that I would care more than this guy did that that had happened or that that was visible. I just feel like I wouldn't want to continue on with my day like I didn't just hear from somebody. You might want to check your shorts. He keeps doing his, you know, just, oh, got to get the jerky first. It's a must. High on my prayer. Oh, well, let me just pay for this milk and jerky and then I'll deal with that. Uh, Is it possible it wasn't poo, though? Like, I mean, if he's on a skateboard, like maybe he fell in the dirt. Maybe he did fall in the dirt. Maybe. Maybe he fell in dog poo or something. It right. might be poo, but not his. I like how we are trying to defend him right now. Like it's either way. You, you know, know, it's it's good to know though that even if you have a horrible diet and you may or may not have soiled yourself, there's still somebody out there who likes that. <laughs> it's true. And they, you might find them in a circle K. This one is called the Old Navy Guy. It says, Old Navy Guy here. I'm not a perv. 
always great when it starts off that way, right? If, if you have to specify yeah. I'm not a perv, that raises more questions. From what I could tell, it's a man for a woman here. Okay, here we go. I understand that it looked bad. I was at Old Navy, trying to find shorts. You walked right by the window, looking at me, disgusted. You see, I was trying to find a medium, and I noticed the mannequin was wearing them. So there I was, fist up the shorts of the mannequin, my hand jostling around rigorously. Oh no. I know it looked bad. I guess it didn't help that I had my tongue out in the process. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna get these off. I yeah. Do, I do that when I'm stressed. But you were beautiful. I turned and looked at your yellow sundress, your sunglasses on top of your head, and a face of shock and horror. I'd like to make it up to you. In case you're wondering, I didn't even end up liking how the shorts fit. Oh, no. All that for nothing. You fist a mannequin just to find shorts, and you don't even like the shorts. What was with the the jerking motion, though, when he had his hands up the shorts? I, was he I, trying to, like, get the button undone? You or? know what they do sometimes in those stores is they, like, pin it all on the mannequin to make it, like, fit just so, because the mannequins are usually, like, ridiculously thin. Ah. So maybe he was trying to, like, jostle that or jimmy that loose and unclip it. And then in the process, realized he's at the window of the Old Navy, right out front. Wouldn't you just ask for help at that point? Is nobody, like, what? I find there's a lot of associates around that could probably help you with that. No, you just reach your you hand up the leg and give <laughs> it a good tug. <laughs> I can just picture the mannequin wobbling around, <laughs> losing a head while he's jostling for these shorts. It's weird. Is that mannequin smiling? <laughs> and then after it was pantsless, like, he just left it half naked? The poor thing. It's a gutsy move in a store to want to take the clothes off the mannequin and not just ask an associate, do you have a medium? Yeah. That's what most people would do. <laughs> most people would just ask, do you have it? It's the most common size on earth. And take matters into my own hands. <laughs> this woman walking down the street, <laughs> seeing this guy with his hand up Whoa. the shorts of a mannequin, just, just trying desperately to... It is weird. Beat the look, shorts yeah. off of them. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's only, I guess you could assume that, but with the tongue out, that's what gets me. Yeah. It's like, you're looking way too excited about this. I do that too when I'm focused. Never when I'm doing that, yeah. but I mean, well, hey, to each their own. Oh. You, you want to make notes here in the morning, sometimes, oh, tongue out here. A little tongue. <laughs> I never out. noticed that about you. I thought the pants off the <laughs> shorts. I can't put my tongue back in. <laughs> I really like this pattern. <laughs> Nice. Uh, let me see what I can do. The selection must be bad if you go into Old Navy to buy shorts and don't leave with shorts. I mean, <laughs> they're cheap and they've got everything. Like They're always on sale. It had to have been something catastrophic for you to not leave with at least one pair of shorts. Even in the dead of winter, their shorts are on sale. <laughs> How was your day? Well, I went into Old Navy and took some shorts off a mannequin and it looked like I was performing a lewd act on the mannequin, but I wasn't. And then for her, how was your day? Well, I was going to go to Old Navy, but this perv had his fist of a mannequin, so I turned and walked away. <laughs> Guess I'll go back another day. <laughs> Those are your missed connections. You can find them every time we do them in the After 9 podcast. Officials announced that ahead of King Charles's coronation, the historic stone called the Stone of Scone has left Scotland and is on its way to London. Yeah, the Stone of Scone. It's not to be confused with the scone of stone that's in every Starbucks display case. <laughs> now that King Charles has chosen this coronation quiche to serve guests on his big day, he has to explain why quiche. 
Is it a 70s theme coronation? Nobody's eaten quiche since 1987. <laughs> Besides, it's French. Isn't there any good English food he could serve? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. There isn't. <laughs> Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.